what I do is lease option assignments where I don't negotiate the seller on anything. I just say, okay, how much you want for the house? 300,000 or whatever it is, quarter million. Okay, great. And I, I put those, I structure those numbers, so they're gonna get right at or very, very close to that quarter million, whatever they're asking. Uh, the monthly payment is gonna go, it's not gonna go through me, it goes directly to them. So once they get all the terms put in place, and they say, yep, that looks good, fantastic, they sign the contract, boom, we start marketing. Now the end buyer comes along, pays us our assignment fee, which is about four, maybe 5%, and then they're making that monthly payment then to the homeowner. We're out of the deal. Perfect. Hey everyone, Jamel Gibbs here. Welcome to another podcast episode. Today we have another special guest. Listen, this guy is in the Texas market, absolutely crushing it when it comes to lease options. In fact, I will call him the king of lease options um, in the U.S., not only in Texas. Uh, he has a lot of knowledge on uh, how to uh, operate a lease option deal, which is one of the perfect ways to invest in real estate right now. I'm a big fan of lease options. I do a lot of them myself, uh, but there's even some intricate details. In fact, the other day uh, I was talking with John and he, he told me a little bit about uh, some of the laws, well, uh, I guess an add-on, an addendum to a contract in North Carolina in order to protect myself mm -hmm. and the uh, the deal itself. Um, something I had absolutely no idea about. So that's why it's important to talk to guys who specialize in certain areas. Now, listen, I've been in the business for 20 years, 19 years at this point. I'm still learning stuff every single day. I'm sure some of you have jumped uh, who are on this podcast have jumped into the business at some point, uh, maybe years ago or maybe recently. Either way, we're all still learning. We're here to help each other. And uh, that's why I, I love doing these podcasts. That's why I love uh, continuing to do deals and networking with people who actually do the business. All right. Like I said, John is definitely now I, I know you're in. Uh, is it Houston, John? I'm in the Fort Worth area. Fort Worth, Fort Worth, Dallas. Uh, I was actually, the reason why I brought up Houston, because I was with Julie, uh, who's a, a colleague yeah. of both of ours, in Houston uh, back in February when I, I had to, I went to go speak at A.C. Ramos's uh, event. And uh, in fact, I got to get A.C. on this podcast too. But uh, <laughs> um, so we were, uh, your name came up uh, and she said that you were killing it in a Texas market. So I automatically thought, thought Houston. But um, yeah, I haven't seen you since Tampa. Uh, I, yeah. I did see you there. Uh, that was back in October. Um, but next time we, we see each other, man, we definitely got to spend a little more time and, and see how we can help each other out a little bit more. But everybody, welcome John Jackson to the call. What, What's up, man? What's what is up, Jamal, man? So so good to see you. So glad to be on here. And uh, yeah, you know, you said something really important is, uh, you know, we're all always learning. And I always say this, Jamal, I always, I always say when I stop learning, I stop earning. And I think that's the truth. You know, yeah, I've done lease options for oh, 17 years. Uh, I know I look really young. So you're thinking I probably started when I was 10. That's about right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, I've done lease options for 17 years. 
there's always still some things that I learn uh, uh, and tweak and adjust. Uh, and whether it be for about a particular, like North Carolina, about some specific statutes they have. Obviously, I'm known for Texas, and uh, I'm the only educator who teaches lease options in Texas. But you know, you're always learning. You know, you're always learning and and, and learning from from different people and pick out different ideas. You know. And uh, never think that you know it all, you know, yeah. uh, by any means. You know, I'm always learning and, and tweaking and adjusting, you know, so so definitely, yeah. And, uh, and again, I'm so glad to be on this uh, on uh, this uh, uh, show with you. And I'm, I'm stoked to give us tons of info out for you, man. Awesome, man. I appreciate that, man. We're looking forward to the information as well. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, and then we'll, we'll jump into the meat and potatoes, man. Yeah, you bet. Well, I'm 5'10", 175 pounds. Uh, Oh, wait, this is not the dating show, is it? Sorry, sorry, wrong podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> if I get a date off this podcast, I owe you, Jamal. All right. <laughs> so, so, my, so, guys, um, so uh, as Jamal said, I'm down in, uh, here in Texas in the Fort Worth area. My company's leasing to buy. I've done uh, hundreds and hundreds of lease options, uh, somewhere around 700 of them. I've lost track. But I've started in 2003. I've trained people since, uh, uh, I don't know, 2006, 2007, uh, I guess. And now I train people as well to do lease options. Uh, I, spe I uh, specialize in lease option assignments. Uh, now, our good friend Joe McCall uh, coined, coined the phrase wholesaling lease options. It's the same thing. You're just flipping the contract. That's what I specialize in. And that's what I teach people to do as well. Uh, the nice thing about lease option assignments, is you're working with nice houses, nice areas, doesn't matter about the equity at all. These are just nice move-in ready houses. Uh, you're not dealing with uh, uh, cruddy houses and cruddy areas. I never have to estimate repairs or any of that garbage. Uh, I've done some wholesaling, I don't like it. What I do is this, guys, I call it, I call it pool money versus pee money, all right? I deal with nice houses, some of them have pools. I don't go into a house that smells like you know what, all right? That's a wholesaler's thing. That's not my thing. I dress too nice for that pee money, all right? I don't give them the pool money. That's what I deal with is nice houses, nice areas. But it doesn't matter about the equity. And we're not negotiating with the seller. We're presenting them a lease option where they're going to get full price and cash flow each month. And we're going to make our assignment fee. The seller's happy. The buyer's happy. And that's what we specialize in. And Jamal, you're dead on. You're absolutely right. Guys, this is the time for lease options because as the market pulls back and may inevitably crash, don't know, but as it pulls back, guys, there's three strategies that you're gonna hear a lot about. Subject two, uh, subject two, short sale and lease options. Yep. Now, subject two, you better have access to some money uh, for most cases. Uh, short sale, you better have access to a lot of time, all right, a lot of patience. Lease options, then require time or money, it's just very quick very quick uh, transactions. That's what I specialize in. And uh, we do them all over the U.S. So guys, you can do these options in every state, every city. I don't care you know, where you are, you can do them. Awesome, man. So, so let's dig into the, uh, the nitty gritty of this whole thing, man. So uh, just to give you guys an example, you know, I'm a big, I'm a huge advocate of creative investing, uh, pri primarily lease options, specifically because you can get paid up front every month and you get paid on the back end if you uh, structure the deal the right way as well. Let's talk about finding uh, some of these lease options. What are some of the things that's working for you right now, John? Yeah, I tell you, you know, I just got a call with a, a training call and, you know, there's different ways. Uh, what I do is really 
painstakingly simple. <laughs> so there's uh, different ways you can use uh, different platforms like uh, uh, the automated REI to do uh, scraping up Zillow and Craigslist and do uh, uh, text blasting. You can go, you know, you can use that. You can do cold calling, of course, for sale by owner, for rent by owners. What I do, because I'm not an agent, uh, and this is going to shock everybody listening, I do direct mail uh, to uh, over 60 DON. That's my bread and butter. Now so repeat that one more time. Repeat I do direct mail to over 60 DON. So you get it. So I have my target area. If there's houses that have been uh, uh, listed for over 60 days on the market, boom, I hit them. If they hit my criteria, my price range, right? And I have a very specific mail piece that I send to them. Now I'm, an, I'm not an agent. I can do that, right? Now I've got a, a way that I work with listed houses. It's actually very simple, but uh, that's my bread and butter. So to give you an idea, um, if I spend, uh, because I've got this dialed in, Jamal, if I do, um, uh, so one of the lists we pulled a, a month ago, 380 pieces, yeah, 380 ish pieces, cost me 400 bucks because my mail piece is not some ugly, crappy postcard, right? Um, so it cost me 400 bucks ish. Why did that $400 uh, we got, I think it was nine or 10 sellers that called me. And out of that so far, we've gotten, I think we just signed our fourth lease option deal. Which of those deals is going to, on average, get about ten grand assignment fee? That's pretty good ROI. Let's stop there for a second. Two killer points already. We're we're just getting started on this call, guys. Listen, two killer points already. Listen, John said that's why I had him repeat it. He's sending out. He's pulling lists that have been on the market for at least sixty days. Then, from that small list. He said he's spending minimal. I mean, if you if you think about direct mail, you're going to spend a couple of thousand dollars if you if you're using uh, broader lists. He's narrowing it down to a point where he could spend you know three four hundred dollars, get enough seller calls in to be able to negotiate deals. So you don't need a large budget with these deals, and you're separating yourself from everyone else who's bombarding these sellers. You're taking a different approach, and that's why you're able to get more deals. You're lessening the competition. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. There is almost, there's almost no competition. So when I'm hitting these people are getting, these sellers are getting my, my mail piece is, you know, everybody is pulling absentee high equity, right? On that same list. Uh, if, if you want to pull absentee low equity, we're talking like three years or less of origination, right? Cause if they're an absentee owner and there's three years or less of origination, guys, they fall into two categories. They're either an investor or an accidental landlord, right? An accidental landlord. What is that? That's somebody who bought the house and within three years or whatever, like, oh crap, we got to, we got to relocate it to Ohio or whatever. That's an accidental landlord. They didn't mean to be a landlord. Now they got this house they're trying to rent or it's, you know, it's, it's, they have rented it. It's a thorn in their side. So, so, so absentee owner, low equity is also a really good list. Awesome, man. So they start finding the deals, you know, we're going for absentee, low equity. We're going for 60 days on the market or more. And we're trying to keep our marketing budget as small as possible. Uh, if we can, if we can, I guess, uh, if we can stand to keep it low, because obviously if there's a lot of leads available, we want to send all of them or correct me if I'm wrong. So, so it depends on your marketing budget. So for example, um, if, uh, so let's assume that your area has, uh, I don't know, 1400 houses that fit your criteria. Maybe if you don't have $1,400, then you're, you're going to split that up, right? Uh, say 400, you know, pull that 400. What, um, 
and then you know, just cut that up, you know. But you know, you don't have to spend. Uh, you know, you hear about these wholesalers that that are are behemoths out there in the world of wholesaling, and they're doing you know five, six, eight, ten thousand dollars a month in yeah. in marketing. That that just makes me want to curl up in, in the fetal position, you know. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know, if I can pop out five hundred bucks, you know, and get you know three or four leads out, you know, three or four deals out of it, that's that's my style, you know. I don't want yeah, I don't want to spend ten grand a month on direct mail, you know. Yeah, excellent, man, excellent. So, what is that marketing message? look like what does it pertain uh, for our listeners to be able to grasp and be able to start contacting and driving leads into their business okay oddly enough if you're gonna let me step away from the camera for about three seconds i actually have a piece that we just got a direct mail piece back do you, you think, want to see man? it you want to see it awesome i think i do so here's so here's the most powerful direct mail piece Oh, look at Jamal. He's getting all set. He's like, let's take a look at this. <laughs> so this just came back to us. It's right here. Now, this is a trifold brochure. Right here. So you get it. It comes in the mail. It looks like this. So we're using it. We're utilizing both sides of the trifold brochure. All right. And it talks about it just hitting the bullet points. What's their pain? How long are you going to let that house sit on the market, you know? I love it, man. And, and we hit about the pain. We talk about the pain. And we talk about, hey, there is a solution. We hit our solution. Here's what we do, and here's how we do it. You're going to get full price, no commission. Uh, you're going to cash flow each month. And uh, uh, and here's the thing that we do, Jamal, is while we're marking that lease purchase, we tell the homeowner, keep it out there on the market. If you got it for sale by owner, listen, whatever, we don't care. In other words, we do something opposite. We don't say, oh, oh uh, you know, give us 90 days. No, I don't care if you put a yeah. for sub owner sign. I literally will put my sign right next to the owner sign that says for sub owner. I don't care. And the owners love that because here's the thing. If you, if you approach this as if this were your house, well, if it was your house, you don't have every avenue available to right. market your house. Right. You know, one of the things that people don't like about agents is that agents say, okay, basically I own this house now for six months because I got the listing. Owners don't like that. With me, I'm like, I don't care what you do. Let's just, well, you're, you never pay me a dime, right? So but anyway, this is the most powerful direct mail piece right there. There you awesome, go. Man. Yeah. Awesome. So, so you contact the sellers. That's the first thing, obviously. We're focusing on, just a recap, we're focusing on 60 days or more in the market. We're, uh, we're, we want to send out a similar mailing piece to what John has. And, um, you know, just kind of separate yourself from everyone else. And uh, we're not looking for beaters. We're looking for properties that are in decent shape. So uh, low equity absentees would actually work really well. Yep. Awesome, man. So what's next? All right. So we send that out. The homeowner calls us. Says, hey, John, I saw your, I got your thing in the mail. I just want to find some more information. That initial call is normally very short. I don't go into all the details about every single thing about lease option. I just say, I have that quick conversation with the seller. I, I guess you I said, let me get some information from you. So I guess your house is for sale. Yes, it is. What's the address? All right. Thanks a lot. Well, how much are you asking? Okay. Now, uh, are you, have you already moved from the house? Are you relocating? What's going on? And they'll tell me, uh, we're moving in two weeks, three weeks, or whatever the case may be. All right. I get the information and um, I, I tell them, what we do is a, is a short term, full price lease purchase, no commission. And you're typically going to cash flow each month. But I tell you what, let me pull some data on my end. 
I can shoot you an email later today with some, just some more information. I get their email address. <clears throat> That's it. I just had a conversation with the seller. I don't need to know how many bathrooms does it have and, you know, and all um, that stuff from I don't need to know about, well, how, what's your interest rate on your mortgage? I don't care. Right. You know, I just, you know, do you want to sell your house? Yeah. For how much? What's your email address? Boom. See ya. Let's go. Then I send out the uh, email with here's how it works and it shows them, boom, here's the lease purchase. Here's how it works. Then I put out the numbers. Here's exactly how the numbers come together and they can see, wow, I'm going to make a lot more money this way than having it listed. Right. If they can see the numbers and they, I call up the next day, you have any questions? Their number one, oh, get this, Jamal. The number one question, the number one question a seller has, all right, and once I send them those numbers and I call them the next day, guess what the number one question is, bar none, that every homeowner has? When can we get started? How fast can we find somebody? Wow. Look at that. So, it, so really, you're not doing any selling. It, 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 uh, the system they, selling itself. Yeah, it, it's, they see that there's, um, a lot of them say, say, a lot of them think, this is too good to be true, mm. you know? But they just want to know how fast can you find somebody? Well, let's see what we can do. You know? Excellent, man. Yeah. I just uh, locked up one myself uh, here in my local market. And a guy, uh, this is not a, it's not necessarily a pretty house, but it's not a beater either. Uh, I basically paid him what he was asking for. Um, he wanted $1,500 a month. I negotiated it down to a thousand. Got a buyer on the other end to put down 12 grand. Give me 1200 a month. And then I'll collect another 12 on a back end in three years. So yep. I'm going to clean up pretty nicely on that one. Yeah. Yep. That's a, and that's a sandwich lease option. Yep, sandwich. And, uh, yep. Yep. And, uh, uh, and what's, what I do is the assignments and just so everybody knows listening or yeah, watching. So let's, talk about, let's, let's go into detail on that, by the way, yeah. when you're, when you're doing these, uh, uh, assignments, how are you structuring them? Right. So there's three types of lease options. There's a straight lease option, a sandwich, and a lease option assignment. Okay. Now what you were just talking about is a sandwich lease option. Right. A sandwich lease option is where you are, as the investor, you're negotiating with that owner, that seller, for a lower price point, okay, a lower monthly payment, and as little down as possible. Now on the that's the A B transaction. On the B C, you're gonna set that price higher, set that monthly payment higher, and you're gonna get however much you can down in your case, I think it's at 12,000. What happens at sandwich lease option, you're sandwiched between the buyer and the seller. If the buyer pays you, you pay the seller. Buyer pays you, you pay the seller, right? So, so that's a sandwich lease option. What I do is lease option assignments where I don't negotiate with the seller on anything. I just say, how much you want for the house? 300,000 or whatever it is, quarter million. Okay, great. And I, I put those, I structure those numbers. So they're going to get right at or very, very close to that quarter million, whatever they're asking. Uh, the monthly payment is going to go, it's not going to go through me. It goes directly to them. So once they get all the terms put in place and they say, yep, that looks good. Fantastic. They send the contract. Boom. We start marketing. Now the end buyer comes along, pays us our assignment fee, which is about four, maybe 5%. And then they're making that monthly payment then to the homeowner. We're out of the deal. Okay. Now we actually do something very unique, Jamal. We actually help that buyer get financing. So we've got credit improvement, we've got financing in place. So because that over 95%, it's actually over 98%, but 95 to 98% of our buyers get financed in 12 months. That's awesome, man, because I used to, when I, was, when I first started investing in real estate, even up until recent years, uh, I would buy, fix, and then put a rent-to-own tenant in there and then help them get uh, financing for 
a mortgage. That's how I would get my cash out. So uh, essentially what I was doing was I was marketing the people who were looking to rent houses versus uh, buy a house. So I, let's say, for example, Craigslist, rather than going on uh, putting a house up for sale, I would say I would uh, target them. This was back in like 05. I would say, buy, don't rent. You know, that was kind of my message. Yeah. And then I would attract the people who were looking to rent a house, but turn them into a homeowner uh, through a rent to own situation. So I would help them get the mortgage as well, help them yeah. repair their credit and everything. It was, it was a pretty solid business model. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we do is we help them get uh, prepared for finance. We, if they need credit improvement, get them in there. Um, matter of fact, we just got some of this. Uh, I'm closing on a, and literally as we're recording this in, le in less than two hours, I'm closing on a house for one of my students because it's, it's right here. But uh, they'll be in credit improvement by uh, uh, in two days awesome. and be in touch with the lender. And so, um, but yeah, it, it, it makes them, the seller's happy, the buyer's happy, and it's a win-win-win situation. So are you collecting, you're not collecting um, monthly income from these. You're just getting rid of the property right away and taking the assignment yeah. fee. It's a one-time pop and then we're out. Um, but uh, so just like if, if you're signing a wholesale deal, right? right? So in this case, I'm not collecting that monthly, right? And I will say this, guys, and this is just this is me talking. Um, uh, with what Jamal's talking about on a sandwich lease option, uh, and me talking about sandwich, about lease option assignments, assignments. I recommend I recommend uh, to my students that you do five to six assignments before you do a sandwich lease option. The reason for that is the assignment. Think of like on-the-job training, right? Well, you're getting paid to learn how to do this. And if you make a mistake or whatever, make a little glitch or a little mistake, it's not a big deal, right? Because you have no money. Right. You have nothing at risk. You have no money at risk, right? With a sandwich lease option, you can make more money, but there's a little bit of inherent risk in the sense of you're making a payment on a house. You got to know the flow of things. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, uh, so I recommend doing uh, five, six assignments, and then you go, okay, now I got it. And then it'll make sense when you're doing that sandwich lease option, how to structure that. Right, right. So essentially all you're doing is uh, you're taking an assignment fee and then uh, giving a property back to the, well, releasing the tenant back to the seller. That's all you're doing. Essentially. Yeah, we're, we're simply assigning it back. We're signing that we take the contract, assign it to the tenant buyer, boom, we're done. Yep. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Man. So yeah. how difficult is it, is it for someone to get started doing something like this? Most you, to get started doing lease option assignment, it helps if you have an IQ over uh, 180. So beyond <laughs> Minsa, that's the only reason I can do it, Jamal, is because you've got to be incredibly attractive, uh, incredibly smart. That's uh, that's the secret, then, huh, John? That's secret, baby. You got to be very fit, very <laughs> fit, uh, body fat of less than 19 percent. <laughs> Man, this is so easy. I was telling this the other day. Uh, I said, you know, it's so easy. If you can copy and paste, like with my system, if you can copy and paste, guys, you can do this with what I've got down. But with what I, with what I have, I tell people, you know, this is a yo-yo, not a Rubik's Cube. So just because it's not super sexy and there's a lot of lingo and, and whatever, it doesn't have to be. It's not, maybe it's just not super sexy. It's just easy. You're simply, you know, taking the contracts and going, hey, Mr. Seller, you want to get full price? Okay. All right. Well, here's the numbers. Okay, great. Great. Whatever. Sign the yard, online ads, whatever. Buyer comes along. Who do I make the cashier's check out to? Leasing to buy. Okay. I'm going to go to Bank of America now to pause. I mean, it's just, you know, 
it's not it's not difficult. it's just doing paperwork man and just finding the right people now obviously when you're wholesaling houses i do a bit of that myself as i do a lot of that myself as well when you're doing wholesaling there's so many other wholesalers out there so many people with the same message that you gotta how can you i'm, I'm always i'm constantly thinking how can i differentiate myself between me and everyone else because any joe schmo if we want to call him that, right? Any John Doe can be a wholesaler just like that, right? Uh, it doesn't take a lot of brain power to do that. This is just as good, if not better, because most people are not uh, thinking, most people don't have a creative mindset. They, they, want, they want to put a house on the contract that needs a bunch of work, and then they want to turn around and, and wholesale or, uh, yeah, wholesale, that property for an assignment. Once you start thinking about lease options and subject twos and things like that, which, you know, I know you do as well, John, but I specialize in, you know, all creative real estate investing as well. But um, once you start making people think a little bit, they back off of it. You know what I mean? They back away from what can actually put some real money in their pocket. So yeah, man, um, when it comes to lease options, a lot of people, they overthink it. I think it really is a lot. It, it may be just as easy, if not easier than doing your typical wholesale deal because yeah. you're, you can pay market value for these properties. Where else can you, you know, where else can you go and, and, and do that? You can still make an assignment fee because on a lease option, a lot of people don't, don't understand. You can actually bump the number up because yeah. these are people that's going to the, they, they, they don't want to go to the bank to get a loan to buy a property, they're willing to pay more than a property value in order to be able to get the deal done. Am I right? You're, you're exactly right. So I'll give you a real life example that, um, that I'm working on for myself personally that uh, we'll see what happens. So there's, a, so there's this piece of property that I'm looking to buy. It's real close to here. It's two acres with a little creek and this and that. It doesn't even have a house, but it has a building that was, a, I don't know, their grandmother lived there or something. I don't know, whatever. But um, that building needs to be... Um, the, it's a solid building. I need to gut that house. My builder's going to have to gut that house, put about forty to 50000 into it. And it's going to be beautiful. But um, uh, so I'm meeting with the owners on Friday to present creative financing. What is that? It's giving me a cushion of time to say, hey, guys, I'll do, a, as an example, a short-term lease purchase on this, say 12 months, uh, to allow me to not have to go to a bank and try to get funding for a piece of dirt for two acres of dirt and then try to get money out to fix this building so I can live in it. Um, I'm going to say it's 12 month lease option where that gives me time to put the 40 or 50 K into this building. I'm living there then. Right. And then uh, allows me time to get the financing for, for the new build. Right. Mm -hmm. In other words, I'm not under massive crunch time to, Oh my gosh, I'm going to get two years of tax returns before I can buy this. No, you know, I almost said screw that. I don't want to say screw that on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, man, screw that. I don't have to be under that pressure. You know, give me time. Yeah. And let me have that time to put all that together, right? Uh, so that's a perfect lease purchase, right? Uh, very simple, very easy. It's not difficult, you know? Yeah, man. Awesome. So let's let's provide our listeners, you know, I know we, we've gone through a couple of steps. Let's simplify the steps for them. What, what are, let's say, three maybe five steps that they should go through in order to get started from A to Z to get a deal. Okay. So here's what you do is first of all, I want to get out of your head, desperate homeowner. 
everybody's looking for that desperate seller, desperate seller. Guys, these these guys aren't nearly dead. Some of them are getting desperate. Guys, the homers I work with, they're looking, they're simply looking for plan B. Right? They put the house in the market, hadn't sold. Mm, okay, now what are we gonna do? Well, I don't know. Should we rent it? No, I don't want to rent it. Oh, wait a minute, what's this thing in the mail? Oh, let's call him. They're not going, oh my gosh, I've got to sell this, you know, it's about to go foreclosure. That's not what we deal with. So they're not desperate. They're just kind of looking for a plan B. So the first thing I want to do is you want to get in front of those people. How do you get in front of them? Well, you can call a for rent by owner. Again, look at a for rent by owner. A for rent by owner is, again, either an investor or an absent, uh, an accidental landlord. Hey, I see you're renting your house on such and such a Main Street. Would you be interested in selling it for full price? Maybe to a rent to own? You're already renting it. Call every one of those. As you're renting your house, would you want to go rent to own? A short-term rent to own. And that's how you start getting in front of them. Call for sale by owners, all right? You can do direct mail if, if you're not listening. You can do direct mail to uh, over 60 DOM, right? Um, that's how you start getting in front of them. So that's step one. Get in front of those sellers with phone call or direct mail. So you're doing that. Then you put the numbers together. It's super simple. I know we don't have time to do a whole, you know, five-hour training on setting numbers here. But you, you get in front of the numbers. I'm sorry. You get in front of the sellers. You put the numbers together, put the contracts together, then you market the property. Once you have it under contract, boom, you market the property. You market it online through uh, uh, Facebook ads, uh, Marketbook, I'm sorry, Marketbook, uh, Facebook Marketplace. Marketplace. There we go. Yeah. Facebook Marketplace. Uh, oh, that's killer for me, man. Facebook yeah. Marketplace. Honestly, I only ever, uh, today in today's day and age, I only ever market on Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist. I find as many buyers as I want for those two sources. You know, and we do a lot more Facebook marketplace now and using Facebook bots, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the bots. Um, so Facebook marketplace is great. Craigslist is great. Uh, I go old school. I actually do. I actually put a sign in the yard. Oh, oh my God. That's old school. I know, but it works. Um, but I've got nice, these are nice houses. So I've got nice, you know, aluminum, you know, these are twin from 18 nice signs, put them in the yard, directional signs coming down the, buy, the buyers call. One, one tip with that, John, for, for those of you who are putting signs in a yard, you know, what I like to do is put a regular sign, uh, maybe showing the house for rent or for sale, but then I also put a banner sign right next to it yep. um, just to attract more people in a neighborhood who may, who may, who may be interested in selling. Just a, a small tip for everyone listening. Okay, like we buy, you put a sign, but you also, you also put like we buy houses or whatever yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, that's, and that's a great tip, by the way, guys. Um, so the buyers call and you run through the numbers. It's, you know, bap, 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 bap. And, and you show the property, get the application, get the, get the assignment fee, sign the contracts, done. Get paid and that's it. Are you closing with an attorney or are you just closing on your own? So that's a good question. So a lot of people, everybody's, a lot of people say, oh, close an attorney, close an attorney. Guys, I've done seven, I don't know, 700, I don't know how many for 17 years, I've never used an attorney. Um, at least the option, there's nothing notarized except in the state of North Carolina. Well, as you know, in North Carolina, you've got to, the seller has to file a memorandum of option. Right. But um, uh, guys, um, I don't use an attorney to close. The reason people say, oh, you got to close an attorney or they suggested it. Here's the reason. It makes everybody feel warm and fuzzy. Mm -hmm. That's it. So uh, the, the theory, the, the thought process is you take this lease option and you close with an attorney, you know, no one's ever going to sue you. Well, that's not life. That's not how it works. It just gives everybody that temporary warm and fuzzy feeling. 
Guys, I do kitchen table closings. All right, here's your copy. Here's my copy of seller's copy. Here's this. Bap, 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 bap. Sign here. Bap, bap, bap. I'm going through the highlights. You know, bap, 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 going through everything. All right, sign here. Sign here. There you go. Here's your copy. Where's my money? <laughs> Give my money. <laughs> Give my money. Give my money. And you Good know what? What I'm, what I'm finding is I have, uh, as I'm doing training or whatever, uh, I have fewer and fewer cashiers checks to show because everybody's sending wires now. Yeah. It's not as sexy going, look at my computer screen. You know, look at my look at my bank account. Look at my wire. <laughs> it's cool <laughs> to have that paper, you know. But awesome, man. Great, great information, man. You know, very simple process. You know, I highly recommend you guys start looking into lease option assignments because it's definitely a uh, a, a money maker, a lot easier than your typical wholesale deals, and uh, will uh, yield you uh, in most cases better results then your wholesale deals with less headaches as well. And John, I know you're a reader, right? Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. What, do you, what are you currently reading, man? Man, I tell you, uh, well, I'm reading, uh, the morning, uh, the miracle morning. Uh, that's what, that's what I'm reading. I do a lot of audio books. I do a lot Me of, too. I'm a, I'm a huge advocate of uh, audible, man. Yeah. I listen to a lot of audible. Um, right now I'm reading the miracle, um, uh, miracle morning. I would tell, I would say this, Here's a book I highly recommend everybody get. Um, it's the book that got me started in real estate. It's old school. Uh, it's called The One Minute Millionaire by Robert yeah. Allen. Yep, yeah. great book, man. That book got me started, and uh, uh, it's, a, it's a fantastic book. And uh, you know what's interesting? We were talking earlier about Tamara Aragon. The first time her and I did a Zoom call like this, uh, she was coming on board with me, I, and behind her was a bookcase. I said, that's The One Minute Millionaire back there. She goes, yeah. <laughs> That's what got me started. I said, no way. Yeah. One minute, one minute millionaire. Yep. Awesome. Awesome, man. One minute millionaire. I'll link it in the description box in the show notes as well. Listen, guys, um, you know, this business is not hard. You really just have to, it all boils down to taking action. Most, the problem is most people don't take the action. They don't do what it is that they say that they want to do to accomplish what it is that they want out of, out of the business, out of life in general, they don't do it. So if you just did something, you're already ahead of everybody else. That's why there's a 99% and a 1%. Be a part of the 1%. And that's how you're going to be able to get what you want out of life. But uh, John, man, it's been a, a real pleasure having you, brother. Um, how can our listeners get in contact with you? Yeah, uh, you can go to leaseoptionclasses dot com that's leaseoptionclasses.com that's the easiest way to uh, learn a little bit more about me there's some uh, some free videos there as well that uh, we uh, we've got linked now to our youtube uh, uh channel that we're going to be adding more and more videos uh, awesome. yeah well listen i'm going to link your uh uh your website down in the uh, show notes as well but i'm also going to link your youtube page now i'm pretty i appreciate you sharing that. what is the youtube page by the way uh, why did you ask me that? I guess it's under lease option classes. Is it, you know, dude, when you get to be as I'll popular, find it. I, I'll, I'll I don't find know. It, I, I pay people for this stuff, Jamal. I don't know. I can show up and look good, you know. No, that's fine, man. I'll find it and I'll link it. Uh, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll have someone find it for me, and then we'll take it from there. Cool, All right, man. man. Any last words for our listeners? Yeah, man. I tell you what, guys. Um, uh, remember this, guys. It is on the edge of destiny that you will be tried right? It's on the edge of destiny that you will be tried. So when you're trying to get started in real estate, every time you hit that wall, every time things start to get, to get a little bit tough, 
know that you are getting closer and closer. You're right on the other side. You're just on this side of, of your destiny, guys. So it's on the edge of destiny. You will be tried. Every time I face a, a, you know, I get beat in the face with something, I'm like, all right, hold my beer. Something good's about to happen. Let's make this happen. Awesome, man. Listen, guys, if it's on, it's on the edge of destiny where you're going to be tried. Did I say yep. that right? Yep. It's on the edge of destiny that you will be tried. It's on the edge of destiny that you'll be tried. I love that. I like that quote, man. It's going to make me think about it all day long now. <laughs> you know, good. Good stuff, man. <laughs> but listen, John, it's been a real pleasure, brother. Um, at the end of the day, you know, like I said before, if you guys really want it bad enough, you'll get out there and do the necessary things that it's going to take to get it. So get out there and get the work. And uh, I'll talk to you guys on the next one. Check out my website at reieducationacademy.com. To make it easy, you can just simply go to jamelgibbs.com or check out my YouTube page at youtube.com forward slash jamelgibbs. I'm all over the web, whether it be on Facebook slash the Jamel Gibbs or on Instagram at Jamel Gibbs. I'm on LinkedIn as well. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Snapchat. Check out all of these platforms for daily content, weekly content, more content from Jamel Gibbs. But if you want to get more in depth, go to REI Education Academy.com. And that's how you can find out more about my training material and how you can get started investing in real estate today. Talk to you later.